Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, plus there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind the scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Menunos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! All right, welcome back, everybody, to another Total Divas episode. We'll be covering episodes eight and nine, and we are one diva down ourselves today. No Kiori, but we've still got the lovely Charlotte and Danielle, both here to kick it up a notch. Yeah. How's it going, ladies? Good. It's going good. Oh, that's good. We've got that diva spirit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We're just jamming. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I do always like to jam out to the beginning. Thanks for making fun of me earlier. All right. Really, like, I was in own. the zone, girl. In the zone. All right, so we start out cross country catastrophe, oh, which is a fun game in itself. Just to say that three times, I dare cross you. Country catastrophe. Cross country catastrophe. Cross country catastrophe. <laughs> <laughs> See, it gets tricky right there. I, it it tricky. was okay. I did okay. <laughs> I had to try because you challenged me. Uh, well, I appreciate that. I know you like a good challenge. Oh yeah. <laughs> So, the first episode opened up with Bree telling Natty the story of the robbers being at her and Daniel Bryan's house. Had you guys heard of that before this episode? No, and they didn't spend a lot of time on it either. And you think they could have spent half an episode just on that. Yes. Right. Because Daniel Bryan, they pull up from presumably, I don't know, granola shopping. Daniel Bryan <laughs> hops out of the car because a guy is at their door and like... Opens, opens it the door. Like, <laughs> like, what? Like, what kind of rubber is that? <laughs> yeah. What a dummy. So anyways, uh, he runs out the back. Daniel Bryan chases him through an alley and tackles him in somebody's yard and then puts some kind of chokehold on him <laughs> until the cops get there. Like... I just can, wanted to see this. Yeah. Like, they, yeah, where are the cameras? The one time they're not the filming. One, yeah, right. And obviously this is their new house. Yeah. But their new house has already been broken into. What did they take? Was there damage? Like, they what? They didn't cover much of that at all. Yeah. But from what I understand, not a lot was messed up in the house. They must have just gotten there. Yeah. Or maybe that was them, like, closing the door, but it looked like a peekaboo session. I don't know. But either way, props to Daniel Bryan for truly taken down a guy but yeah. that's really dangerous yeah. really dangerous really ballsy too yeah. just with his injury and everything to be like all right i'm gonna go take this guy down i mean i guess if he was breaking into your home you would yeah but, but like so. like nikki said there's nothing much to <laughs> right. nothing much to take from that house it's so 
economically friend- friendly. Yeah, he looked up the wrong Bella twin for that particular <laughs> yes, break in. Yeah, right. Tell you what. <laughs> anyway, so they just gloss over that. So um, Bree and Daniel Bryan are at home for, for the Lunchy Munchies. They have been asked to come to the Teen Choice Awards. Mm-hmm. First time for them to go together. Usually it's the Bella twins attending all red carpets, but now it's um, Daniel Bryan and Bree going, and she is very excited about it. She wants to go outfit shopping like pronto, <laughs> <laughs> which, yeah. to be honest, that I would too. It's it's a red uh-huh. carpet, and uh, Daniel Bryan is not really having it <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, you have a million dresses. But to it's her defense, I saw him cute. pull out one she's worn before, and I was like, she wore that, that one. before. Yeah. <laughs> so, and if we recognize it, imagine yeah. everyone else. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brie mode might be dead, but shop mode is in full effect because they are quick to go out and sell. She, you know, she talks to him about it, and <laughs> him showing her the dresses was even a little disconcerting like it was. That was even worse when he pulled the shoulders <laughs> yeah. to like stretch to him. It's like, well, she can't wear that anyway because he, he yeah. just stretched it out. She just ruined it. And that, I also had seen her in that dress. I wonder where she went in that that we both saw I, her It must outfit. have been an episode. Had to be on the show. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so we'll get more on that later as they continue to debate how to handle a red carpet. But... The big theme of this episode kicks off right next couples road trip. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> We've got uh, who, who is it? Yeah, <laughs> Eva and Ariane ask both of their boyfriends uh, to take a road trip and move. I don't know exactly. It, it was a pretty small. I mean, yeah, it was. I don't know exactly what they were moving. Just a few things, or right. I think her apartment oh, okay. essentially and. Uh, Tampa, is that where they... Yeah, 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 yeah. But isn't the main things that if you are hiring a U-Haul, you bring the bed and you Sofa bring the big things yeah. that you aren't going to replace. I mean, if you're just bringing clothes and whatever else, then you can pretty much ship that or just take it on an airplane. Why do you need to hire a U-Haul? Just to have the adventure, I suppose. Yeah. I, I mean, it had to be for that. The point, yeah. I guess. Which was just a disaster from the start. <laughs> I mean, a road trip with four people, three other people just sounds miserable to me. It just sounds horrific. A cross-country road trip with three other people. Really? Yeah. I think it, I think it so could fun. be fun. But on a deadline. It could be fun if you have, like, three weeks to do it. But it sounded like they had about four or five days to get this done before they had to be back. I don't know if that deadline was a true deadline or if that was an imposed deadline by Jonathan because he set up everything. We can get more into his OCD (laughs) uh, stuff later. But they just kind of set up that this is what they'll be doing and they have a funny line there that's about a cobbler, like a shoe cobbler during this particular part and even Ray's like, what are you talking about? She's like, I eat cobbler. Yeah, exactly. I feel like it's... (laughs) I like him so much much more this season. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because he's kind of just like, what are you talking about? Have you not heard of a cobbler? And she's like, no. (laughs) She's so airheaded that I feel like it's hard for him to have a conversation with her. But he does it, and he deals with it, and he's like... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. a few times this episode, he definitely put her in her place, which... I feel like it's good for yeah. them. Maybe they need that. We haven't seen a lot of that from him before. I feel like he's always been like, well, babe, it's cool. You know? Mm-hmm. He was very... But this episode, we definitely... He was a little more tense, or he was being a little more instructive. I don't know what, how you want to look at it, but... OCD. He was a little OCD. Um, they just try to move the U-Haul truck by themselves. That's like the one <laughs> time the two girls are doing it by themselves. So it must funny. have been a 45-minute 
sort of uh, backward forward, going over the curb. Doing it's like Austin Powers. It's like yeah. I don't know what was going on there, but it was hilarious television. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. So next we have, let's see, it's it's Mama Bella's fiftieth birthday. So Bree decides she wants to treat. It's just the four of them, right? It's yeah, the two the girls, brother. brother, and mom. Mm-hmm. So she, uh, it's 50th. She's going to go out. She makes her money. She probably gets paid pretty good. We, we've looked up some, some funds of hers. Mm-hmm. $400 dinner, which, I mean, you know, again, for that amount of people, it's just a nice dinner. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you probably got some wine. It's, I don't know. To me, it seemed fine. She immediately gets a phone call from Daniel Bryan, <laughs> who was like, so, uh, yeah, I just got this text. Um, <laughs> so creepy. What are you, uh, what are you, how are you spending $400 at uh, dinner? <laughs> it was just like really not quite passive aggressive because he called immediately. Right. I don't think that's passive aggressive, but I was like, oh, okay. It was got a text fast. message. It's yeah. Like, uh, what? He signed up for, for charge <laughs> <Text> alerts, alerts. <laughs> which I have seen that Kills option. Me. On mine, it was, it's always like, do you want to be alerted if you're, if you spend over X amount? So when this happened, I was like, ah, he picked that thing where if it goes over, you know, because then if somebody's stealing or whatever, you're like, why would, I didn't spend a thousand dollars at Macy's or, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I thought he was on like a security alert type thing. Mm -hmm. But then we learned later when she spends $22 at the coffee shop, oh no, he, she gets another phone call. (laughs) The best part about this was when Nikki went, we're at the grind. What do you think Think we're we're doing? doing? (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh... I mean, I guess the name could kind of be a little awkward. Yeah. Maybe he didn't think it was coffee. <laughs> well, if it wasn't coffee, you were getting a steal at $22 at the grind. Yeah. So, I don't know. But he called again. He's like, listen, I don't I don't know what you're doing. Spending $22 at the coffee store. On just, coffee? <laughs> yeah. like, uh, well. It's very strange. I don't understand I don't their finances like it really bothers me that he cares so much about because she they say a a bunch in this episode she's really responsible with her money Mm -hmm. i feel like if you're married to a responsible woman then why are you questioning what they're spending Mm -hmm. money on like let her spend it what she she's been doing her thing obviously everybody thinks that she handles it properly yes you've joined bank accounts and that's probably a little either intimidating to him or he's just like panicked because he is a very conservative guy, as we've seen just through yeah, the show. Right. He doesn't want to really spend money on anything. Mm-hmm. So I get it, but A, he didn't set up the security alert for $22. That's like he's getting text every time that card is used. Which is ridiculous. really m- a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little much. bit extra. Uh, so, yeah, she, she kind of cuts him off on that phone call. She at least doesn't. The other one, she's like, sorry, I guess I won't do it again. This one, she's like, whatever. <laughs> I, I bought coffee. Calm yourself. Um, so. There was, like, the slight thing in my head that was thinking, you bought a $22 coffee, though? Yeah, between two what? people, I guess. Oh, she paid for I, I presume she was paying for Nikki. And I, they, I guess they probably got a cake or something. It had to be it's a coffee be and a... Yeah. And a couple scones yeah. here and there. Yeah. Something. Yeah. I mean, I get an extra espresso shot. I get out of there for five dollars fifty cents. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but I ain't judging. Anyway, so we have a quick blurb from Stephanie McMahon. She comes to talk about Susie, Susan G. Komen, which is great that they're working yeah. with them. I think this is the third year running, or maybe fourth, that WWE is working with uh, the foundation to just help spread awareness. And they have they sell merch 
through the WWE to um, give her proceed of that to Susan G. Komen. So yeah, that's really it's really cool. cool. And yeah. all month they always have some kind of connection on Raw. Uh, where they'll have women who survived breast cancer, or they'll have Susan G. Komen came on, and you know they just have like these little bits. So it's it's obviously very important to the WWE. So yeah, I like that yeah. they even infused it on Total Divas. Yeah, it does. I liked that a lot. It's very nice. Um, so we go to our everyone's favorite diva, Summer Rae. She is in a match, and then her new, <laughs> yep, her new boyfriend, Gary. Is backstage. Gary. Hey, Gary. <laughs> um, after one date here, you got free tickets. I'm kind of pissed at that. But, <laughs> you know, you got to work your way up. But they're talking for what? Two minutes, maybe? And then Rosa right. comes around the corner. He obviously hasn't watched the show and seen what she's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't even know. Um, I don't know. This might be a little bit of a setup because it's mm-hmm. a lot of space. But either yeah. way, that's fine. Rosa walks up, sees the flirting, and she immediately asks to go talk about it. Like, she doesn't wait just at wait all. She's like, oh, hey, I didn't know you were here. Great, great, great. Can I talk to you? <laughs> <laughs> Which I kind of enjoyed. So then Summer Rae tells the story of them meeting and hitting it off and one date. And, you know, Summer Rae advises. This is the weird part. I mean, the whole thing is weird. But this is the weird part is that she specifically advised Rosa to not text him back. Yeah. So it just seems like a setup from the get go. Like we were talking like about last week. Like we were week. saying, exactly it, played out how we thought mm-hmm. too. Yep, yeah. she is a smart one. She, you know, she knows how to do it. And then Rosa has a great line of chicks before icks. <laughs> I like <laughs> uh, which that. I really enjoyed. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's Summer Ray in a nutshell. I feel mm-hmm. like that whole segment. Yeah. I feel like the that. Just to make me not like Summer Rae even more, (laughs) at the very end of the argument, she, you know, Rosa says her two cents, and then she walks away, and she goes, that's not part of your program. Oh, yeah. Such a low blow. Like, you are, it's, her character to me is so apparent. Like, every episode, I'm like, you don't even have a good spirit in your being. That's the thing. Like, if you're going to say something like that, Mm -hmm. you're just a mean person. And for no real reason, you're the one that (laughs) caused the situation. Don't go for the jugular when you're the one that made this fight in the first place. Make it better. Justify yourself, because we all know you will somehow. (laughs) Yeah, you'll figure it out. (laughs) And then, like, drop back with ease. She was just aggressive. Mm -hmm. Again. Yeah, I I don't know if she's ever going to get a redeeming moment. She just might be this this person for yeah. the whole run of the show. I don't know. Because well, I she think actually that's is that. I person. agree. <laughs> I I was just yeah. about to say that. I think that's because she is that kind of. I don't think she's having to pretend. Yeah, it's it's very different from Eva Marie because even though she came off a little self obsessed in that first season. We kind of found out that a lot of it was just coming from her newness to the game. Period, right. and the other girls being really taken aback by the fact that this girl came out of nowhere and is suddenly doing what they're doing yeah. after mm-hmm. they've been there for years. So I could I could see how that kind of ruffled everyone's feathers, but she has obviously 360 at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 180? Yeah. 180. 180. 180. <laughs> 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 uh, numbers and stuff. Um, so Brie, Nikki, Natty, Eva Marie, and Ariana are all having drinks discussing Daniel Bryan keeping up with Brie's finances. They pretty much are all in unison with what we said. Uh-huh. About how it was totally ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then um, it kind of hops over to Eva Marie and Ariane review the road trip itinerary, <laughs> which they've been given by Jonathan, which I thought your story earlier was pretty funny. Tell, tell yeah. about you and your boyfriend watching this. 
Oh, I just, I love Jonathan. So, Jonathan, if you're out there, I love your OCD-style folders because I would totally be on schedule. Like, if I were going cross-country, I would look up all the places we're going to hit. We're going to go. We're going to take a picture, enjoy it. Boom, back in the car. Let's go. And he had, he had the folders out for everyone. And, yeah, I was watching it with Matt. And he's like, Danielle, that's crazy. Like, you are crazy because this is you. Like, I have OCD, so I love it. Fiance, I'm admitting, I'm sorry. fiance, yeah. <laughs> sorry about that. So I, you know, I love a good schedule. Don't get me wrong, but I'd be like, this day, Des Moines. This day, you know what I mean? Like, I have a kind yeah. of a loose kind of set thing. But the five minute break was hilarious for the bathroom. <laughs> it was like, yeah. how are you gonna set aside five minutes for a pee break for four people? So great. So intense. And she totally bashed his folders, which I'm sure took him a lot of time in the midst of moving. <coughs> they were like different personalized colors and everything. Folders. Yeah. So organized. I love it. I wonder if he's a Virgo. I don't know. Because Virgos are very organized. OCD? Oh, okay. Yes. I, okay. <laughs> Explain to me the moving procedure here. because So they have this, this schedule thing, and they just kind of make fun of him and move on. And then he's like... He gets upset, and they're like, take some aggression out. Let's throw these boxes off the second floor. What? And the bed. And and the bed. Okay, the boxes presumably were empty, so I was like, oh, this is like a fun way to take the recycling out. Sure. But then the bed, I mean, you could have, like, hurt a child down there. And obviously (laughs) the bed wasn't going with them. That was just more proof that why are you hiring a U-Haul? The bed's not going with you. You don't care if it breaks. (laughs) Like... Oh my gosh! I was I dying never. during that scene. Me too. I was so like, they what like, is going on here? Bye, Florida. <laughs> See ya. Bed, bye. Dresser, bye. bye. <laughs> Bob's bye. They always looked afterwards too. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. No, it's clear. Luckily, it's clear. Oh, so gosh. amazing. My cheeks hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Worst movers ever. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the Bellas go red carpet dress shopping. Because nobody knows Brie better than Nikki. And, of course, they find a, a pretty glorious... It's a little confusing on the dress. I don't know if it actually costs <clears throat> 3500 or it did originally. Is I that what the girl the was saying? It did originally, okay, yeah. Cool. It was actually... What do you guys think of the dress? It looked really good on her. It did. I saw it at first. Mm-hmm. I said to Matt, I think it's ugly, very ugly. Uh-huh. And he's like, really? I like it. And then I saw it on her and I was like, I take back my mm-hmm. words. Yeah. She rocked it. Yeah. It fit her style really well. Yeah. Exactly. With it's her a very hair. her dress. Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. it was it was really spot on. Uh, and <clears throat> anyway, so we just get a quick bit of that and then it goes straight to the road trip. And we are tra- we're driving tractors. First, in- <laughs> first thing on the itinerary, oh tractor driving. <laughs> That was funny. <laughs> and Eva's at the top. She's in the front one. And then it's just the three of them, like, cramped in these little, I don't even know what they like were. Like, carriages? Little, yeah, like, tiny, like, little kid wagons or squeezed something. up. And it was like, what? <laughs> How did Eva get to be driving the head of the tractor? I don't know. She <laughs> mat- Her hair matched the tractor, so she probably <laughs> yeah, made that it. happen. That she was, was it. not yeah. going to not drive that thing. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then they, they get to mobile, so they they have their fun, but then Jonathan's like, we got to go. So then they head on the road, and they're headed to Mobile, Alabama, which is at full occupancy. <laughs> I feel like this was so be overproduced, no I cannot way. handle it. It's got to be fixed. No way. There's no, it can't be. 
What what kind of convention is going on in, in Mobile? Right. <laughs> you know they were like, so we're going on this road trip and we're we're moving across country and the producers are like, okay, that's pretty boring. Yeah, we so need to spice So what are you going to throw in there? Right. Oh, let's put a haunted house or whatever that. Wh- whatever is that going only on. has one room. <laughs> it's like a three story house with one bedroom. I don't know how that worked totally out. Totally creepy. They probably yeah. just rent out. Like one room, <coughs> I guess so, or different rooms. It's like a bed and breakfast. I feel like it's a bed and breakfast. They they in a very like secret mission style pick up the key to the front door with a note. What? And, I don't know. Well, because well, it was at three thirty. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's fine. But yeah, they Still, go in there. It was there. very weird on the phone because it wasn't. Sorry, it wasn't specified on the phone that they were going to be getting there at three a.m. <coughs> so then it kind of made sense when they got there. Yeah. But on the yeah. phone, it was like. Uh, so we have to go in a box and get the key, and then there's directions. <laughs> what? Like, did anyone else notice that it sounded very operator-like? It was like, okay, we will see you then. Goodbye. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, you are not a real human. <laughs> there's you, something weird about this. You may have had me if this was like an Airbnb and, you know, something like that, but this felt very produced. Yeah. 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 But, you know, they at least got in there and had a little bit of fun, and it was super weird, but <laughs> I, I just, maybe it was sold out of, like, a hotel or something, whatever. No, yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> so they deal with that, and they sleep, they try to sleep like girls on the inside, boys on the outside, which is <laughs> just hilarious in itself. Um, anyway, uh, Rosa goes on another date. It's a different guy this time. With the guy she found on Instagram. Is that what they, Yeah. Yeah. So, number one reason that she's having so many problems dating, she's looking for guys on Instagram. What? What kind of info do you get out of Instagram? Not a lot. You look good. That he has big biceps. Into it, yeah. Yeah. She was like, doesn't he look so hot? It's like... And then they uh, send you, like, a direct... You know how Instagram, you can now direct Oh, you can, like, Snapchat, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I I know, have friends that do this, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, would you really trust, though... Right. What you're getting off Instagram. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, it's no different than, what's that other one? Tinder and yeah, stuff, I guess. Tinder's she, like the swipe of a... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I know it. Let's have a lot of friends that they have. <laughs> sure. Sure, Danielle. Um, <laughs> I have a few. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Nate is, is the bodybuilder's name, and he's super weird. <laughs> I didn't like yeah. him at all. Yeah. And he says weird things. So they kind of just touch on that, and we'll, I'm sure we'll hear more but later. But both weird. I mean, she went, I like your lips. And he said, thank you. Do you like mine? <laughs> like, can you be She's any more weird. awkward? She's very awkward. Do you like yeah. my lips? What kind of question is that to ask? Why would you ask anything directly like that, honestly? Like, I, I feel know. like she's really forward, and I'm I'm trying to say this nicely, but I feel like she's almost a tease, but doesn't, but wants to be taken seriously. And like, how do you put that out there so yeah. so very aggressively? And then you want the perfect guy too. Like right. they don't really come hand in hand. Yeah, no. I, don't, I, don't know. I don't think she knows truly what she's looking for. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's ultimately what's going on here for her. And mm-hmm. I I think she is a little bit low on confidence, maybe because mm-hmm. of all the things she'd been through, and she said during this episode, I think, that she'd been hurt by pretty much every guy, whether it be physically or emotionally or whatever, so right. she's got a lot of broken baggage kind of situation yeah, going on, right. so mm-hmm. yeah. I think it's just a rough mental thing, so maybe she just gets all weird on these dates, because I feel like in normal conversations, she can come off pretty 
like worldly. Like cool. she yeah. seems like she has got herself together, at least from a mental standpoint. A lot of times when she's talking to the girls or mm-hmm. at the backstage area or whatever. But something about dates, she's just like, hi. I'm horny. Yeah, yeah that's that, basically like what. And to say that, it's just. I am so horny, oh. and I'm not having sex ever. It's so <laughs> That's basically awkward. her message on dates. Yeah. yeah, you look so good. I'm never touching you <laughs> unless you're ready to yeah. get serious and marry me. Pretty much. Uh, like. Well, let's get through this dinner, <laughs> and then we can talk about <laughs> yeah. forever. You big weirdo. Uh, anyway, road trip again. Scooby-Doo goes missing with Velma and Daphne. We kind of already talked about how <laughs> this whole place looks totally set up, and uh. And a weird plot point, but the next morning, Jonathan cracks that whip, and they are back on the road. Uh, then Daniel Bryan admits that Bree should, so they hit the red carpet, and he actually says, so many people compliment you on your dress. Mm-hmm. I get it. Like, I understand this is good. He even uses the word branding. I thought that was kind of neat, that he's like, this is good for your branding. You need to come off as a certain way. I totally get it. Yeah. So. Will he call her again next time she spends some money? Probably not. We'll see. I feel like that wasn't really the ending, though, to the the money situation. I feel like that was just kind of the ending with why she wanted a dress. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So Mm. now we get to the red carpet, but he still... Doesn't get taking out mom for dinner, sister for coffee. Yeah. (laughs) Buying food at the grocery store next. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a slippery slope. (laughs) <laughs> but for somebody who I think he just needs to realize that yes it's it's his money but it's also her money so mm-hmm. you can't just badger somebody into doing it the way that you like it yeah like set an allowance then and say you can spend this on clothing for this month right and then if it goes over that amount maybe we can talk about it or something but you can't just be calling everybody I always think it's so weird because if you joint bank accounts I not that I've done this, but <clears throat> I feel like if you both work, mm-hmm. then like if it was just one person working, say he Daniel Bryant was the only person that worked, then I would be like, hey, where are you spending money? Oh, yeah. That's but my money. They both work. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, it's hard. Like, does he keep tabs while I make more than her? So she shouldn't be spending more than I am. Right. But he spends nothing. So that's yeah. hard for a girl. <laughs> it's rough. I don't, I don't so, know. Oh, yeah. We, are, are you guys thinking of joining your bank accounts? Uh, we haven't talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really <laughs> scary thought. Uh, I, I'm so independent, so it's just like a scary thought. Yeah. I, um, yep. Uh, do you, are no. You? Four years married and have not even discussed joining money. I could see myself doing that just like, no, just don't. I, I mean, we pay our bills together. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know. I don't know. Just it, it is weird. It's something weird about finances, and it just gets so mm-hmm. so many things can get murked up when yep. when that yeah. dollar bill comes into play. I agree. Um, so back to the road trip. This is when it becomes a catastrophe. I suppose they have a meltdown. Oh, wow. <laughs> it is vehicular relationship suicide happening almost at the same time. Yeah, like Jonathan and even Marie are just blown up at each other. I don't even know. I guess she's just teasing him and then he kind of freaks. I don't I don't know exactly. He was already pissed. So yeah. that was ready to explode. But then Vinny and Ariana, I don't know what the hell happened there. They just Yeah. She was like, was "Don't kinda... be getting into his business." And he's like, "Don't tell me what to do." You know, it was like a weird yeah. 
I'm like, you guys are in a very small space. <laughs> Roll down the windows. I felt the tension. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was, was like, ah, this is so awkward. And she <laughs> just, so just kind of went, and then he, she just goes, no, yeah, she you're done. You are done. It was like, well, you you, you shut him up. Good for you. I guess. <laughs> it she was really, yeah. It was painful. It was, yeah. I didn't like the Vinny scenario. The other two were just arguing, and they didn't. there wasn't like... A power play happening there, right? Exactly. But Vinny was deaf. She was like, "You do not talk to. Do you know who you're talking to?" There was a right. lot of that happening. Yeah. Yeesh. Yeah. yeah. The thing I was going to say is what bothers me. This is a pet peeve when people make sounds like. <sighs> oh, uh-huh. that's what started that was the start it. of the yep, fight. Yep. And if you're having a problem, like please voice that to me. Don't grunt. So I actually <laughs> was totally with Eva Marie on this yeah. one. I was like, don't. Don't and not say anything. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, no, I. What's totally, wrong with you, Dale? <laughs> I totally agree with you. That is now that's passive aggressive. That mm-hmm. kind of stuff is mm-hmm. like, oh my god, Definitely. just say it. Don't don't do all this. Don't be yeah. slamming doors or yeah. you know whatever. Um, so <clears throat> road trip is officially over. They actually just. Get rid of the U-Haul and I'll decide to get plane tickets. And that was the most odd decision. And You at least were halfway through or something, I, right. it felt like. And Ariane yeah. and Vinny were like, what? It's over? <laughs> we're, we're getting on a plane? What? <laughs> they were just starting to settle in. They uh-huh. were getting into it. And no. That was that was just super weird. I don't know. I See, I felt like that part was definitely real because it just felt so... Because of Vinny and Ariane's reaction... Yeah. It felt very much like, do, do what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I thought we signed up for this road trip. We just had that whole conversation with the producers about that dumb haunted house. <laughs> now we go, it's leaving? Yeah. You know what's crazy to me is that Vinny flew from L.A. to Florida and then got in a car that same to drive. day to drive. He did. He like, flew just for a road trip. Ariane, how dare you talk to Vinny like that? Exactly. You know? He, like, will he do did whatever. you a big favor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, that was just a she's side note that I thought was crazy. She got him on a short leash. Yeah, it feels for sure. Like. But um, and I, I even think that becomes more evident in the uh, the house shopping, which I think we'll get to. Yeah. But uh, so <clears throat> Natty, okay, so I I get confused here. So Natty and Rosa head out to the bar, mm-hmm. and they meet at a lesbian bar, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's okay. Right. So she they kind of have a conversation about. Well, that that comes afterwards. So they go the they go to the bar, and Rosa meets this girl who maybe she knows, maybe she just knows from Instagram. <laughs> it's not really clear. <laughs> it's no, yeah. <laughs> um, they met a week ago. Right. Yeah. Quote unquote. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Natty seemed to not believe, believe the that. fact. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My favorite is so. I mean, Natty obviously was like totally fine. You know, she didn't really seem to have any quorums about being hanging out at a lesbian bar or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she's sitting there talking with uh, the girl. <laughs> About vitamins, oh which my I just thought was so funny. <laughs> and right as Rosa and the gold kiss, and Natty's like, we're, we're just talking about vitamins, what? <laughs> like, yeah. we both take them? <laughs> it was so random. It was so weird. The other girl's probably like, I'm not getting anywhere with this girl. This, <laughs> right. is, this is going downhill fast. She's watching her friend make out. I'm talking about vitamins. Uh, 
wasted my night. Uh, so they have a conversation pretty shortly after that, like, what was the deal with last night? And that's when we kind of learn about uh, Rosa having all these past mm-hmm. relationship problems with guys, and sometimes it's just easier with girls. She has a less of an attachment, or uh, I don't know exactly how she phrased it, but it was mm-hmm. very much that she is not, she falls very emotionally into traps with guys and right. sometimes she just wants to have fun and make out with a girl. Mm-hmm. Natty's reaction was awesome saying it's all about a connection whether it's with a guy or a girl mm-hmm. uh-huh. who cares it's about how you feel yeah. and I yeah. think that was the best reaction that Rosa could have heard. Yeah absolutely. I mean she she needs someone to be supportive and, and I mm-hmm. I gotta say this setup is going so well with Natty being sort of her mentor inside and outside of the ring. Yeah. I'm, I'm really glad for Rosa's sake that she has Natty. Even though Natty is having her own bag of problems with, yeah. with TJ, I think that she is really excelling in this mentor role yeah, for Rosa. Yeah, definitely. I like really the two of to them see. together. It yeah. is really nice. Um, so, <clears throat> let's see. So, basically, uh, Rosa, also being a horrible driver, she she had like a 15-point turn. In oh. this. <laughs> There's a lot of bad driving yeah. in this episode <laughs> that made me laugh. Even Marie talks about her wedding and being Daddy's little girl. Um, the dad can't, uh, her dad's cancer has spread through his body now, and it seems like they just can't do much of anything, is what the impression that I'm getting. Yeah. Um, but she, uh, is kind of in denial at this point. Like, she, she talks about it, she openly acknowledges it, but mm-hmm. she doesn't on anything on a deeper level. She's just like, this is what's happening, don't talk to me, don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. It's very, which people deal with this kind of stuff in their own ways, and especially as, you know, daddy's little girl kind of vibe. I, yeah. I could see not wanting to mm-hmm. deal with it. Completely. Yeah. And being in the public eye. Yeah. Being on a TV show, having to talk about it. It's just hard. It's just such such a difficult topic. I won't get emotional, but it's hard. It's like, it's a... It's a tough topic, and I think she does. Sorry, I'm getting emotional. I lost my dad, too. But when I was watching it, I was like, nobody wants to air that on TV, you know? And it's hard. I think she dealt with it right, but I think she goes about it such different ways. And everyone's like, well, what are you feeling? What's this? Like, poke, poke, poke. It's like sometimes you just want to be left alone. And I think she handled it really well. I think she's handling it the best she knows how. (laughs) It's so silly. But this is, like, real life. Yeah. This is... Cancer's a beast, so absolutely, it's a tough, tough topic for sure. Yeah. I yeah. didn't want to chime in, but I had to. And no, you should. I, I, I everybody deal. It's also interesting. I, I lost my mom to cancer as well, and I think that people think because you and I and even Marie are, are very like open, talky people. You yeah. know what I mean? And you feel like, oh, they're fine. They can deal with anything, and you, you know, they, they will be fine to talk about it. Sometimes you don't want to do anything with that, and I think that even Marie is experiencing yeah. that right now. Yeah. At this point as well, and and she's when Brie comes up to her. I don't know if that happens now or later, but when Brie comes up to her and tries to have this from a good place, she tries to say, "I'm here for you." Yeah. She's like, "I'm at my job. Are you kidding me right now? Like yeah. this is not appropriate, and we can't." I, she just kind of walks away from it and is very like put off by it. And then Brie and Nikki's reaction is sort of like, "What the heck?" You know, like you we talked, we've talked about everything else. Why it's a big deal? But people just—it's hard to put yourself in that spot. If you don't understand it, yeah. and even if you do understand it, the way that you react or I react could be totally different than mm-hmm. anybody else. So you know, it's it's a very it's a very hard thing, especially when you have a camera crew walking behind yeah. you right. all day, every day. Yeah, 
yeah, it's an emotional you, trigger too. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, if it triggers an emotion, it's like the last thing she wants at work is to be like a sob fest all day. But if right. that's her emotion, then she doesn't want to talk about it at work. You yeah. Know? She'll talk about it when she's ready. Yeah. And you don't sign up for that. You sign up for a TV show, but you don't sign up for everything that kind of comes with it and having to open up about every right. part of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on a, on a little bit lighter note, Nikki invites a girl. Cena is out of town shooting his movie, having his sex scene. I missed him today. Uh, on both episodes. Both, yeah. Nothing. Like he, um, guy. he, he's got movies to make, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Making <laughs> that money. People to see. Uh-huh. So that Nikki can buy shoes. So that Nikki can buy more <laughs> shoes and, uh, diamond Lude necklaces. Comes. But, uh, so Nikki invites a girl over to Cena's pad, a bit of a show-off mood, but they all had a great time. I really mm-hmm. liked this scene. Um, and Ariane especially loves his pad. <laughs> so I think this is kind of where the seed was planted for her to get a house that she couldn't afford. You yeah. know, like she comes in, she's like, oh, boo, I love this place. And then Nikki's like, well, let's go look at something like this. You know, right. it was very, There, I also think Nikki is in a bit of a bubble. Bubble. That. Thank mm-hmm. you. Exactly. Where she doesn't really understand a lot of, re- of reality. Right. <laughs> she obviously grew up pretty protected, and then Cena kind of is taking that same kind of role yeah. for her, I feel. So they decide they're going to go house shopping. And, um. But isn't price a big thing you talk about with your clients? Serious. Budget? Number one? You wonder, Right. Like, do you think she has any real clients? Wasn't she the first, basically, or something? Well, the first in L.A. In L.A. And yeah. But that also confused me because you have to have different licenses for different states. And when does she have time to do this? I don't think she does. Like, I think she got it as her backup plan for when she stops wrestling. Because we, she went to school while on the show, right? Yeah. Didn't she yeah. Kinda yeah. go for just a little bit and then... Or she got her... And then her life. first yeah. listing... John bought. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, right. That's what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so he's there to save the day. <laughs> Maybe she can get everyone hooked up. I wonder if she got commission from that. Oh, uh, she got a little something. <laughs> a little something. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so they they go house shopping, and it is basically a disaster because of that. Because they discuss nothing beforehand. And she's like, I thought it was like, I don't know if you guys watch anything on HDTV. Do you watch any yeah, of those shows? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. You know those two twin brothers? I can't remember their name, but they're basically one redoes the house and one does the real yes. estate. Yeah. They always take the client to the first house to what their wish list is, and they're like, isn't this wonderful? It's double your price. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so yeah, it's yeah. always a setup now, like, be realistic. So I thought that's where she was going with this. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what you want, but girl, you can't afford this. But she was actually surprised <laughs> that she couldn't yeah. afford the 2.4 or whatever, 2.8. Yeah. And then, then she takes her to a $1.4 million house. And, of course, she loves it. But uh, Nikki's reaction is like, girl, you're a diva. You can't afford it. What? Yeah. <laughs> it just puts her in a bad spot. Like, why would you make, if this was a real client and not her friend slash whatever, can you imagine saying that to somebody? Like, I thought y'all could just afford it. What's the problem? And with, yeah. and with you know, I get, what did she say about Vinny? How oh, much yeah. he earned? And it was like, yikes. I forget exactly the line. Oh, but it the was, foot and mouth line, like yeah. when they were at coffee. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I think. Oh, what'd she say? Uh, it was just bad. It was just weird. Yeah. She made everyone uncomfortable at the mm-hmm. table. Yeah, and then they come back and make it even more uncomfortable by asking her to not take her commission. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, just like what? <laughs> and then Ariane's like, "Girl, bye." Like she literally says that and she just walks up. Said that. Walks yeah. up. That's it. It was just very strange. 
and I don't know. It's just one of those situations, friends and and business, yeah. and it's just such a sticky situation. Yeah. I also thought because we're all in LA, don't you think it's bizarre that she took her like on Mulholland Drive? It's way out of price range, I feel. These where she was searching. For the most part, I feel like these girls are obviously pretty obsessed with image, you know, and how you come off. Mm-hmm. And I think that Nikki in Nikki's head, knowing Ariane, she was like I got you. I got you. I know where you want to live. You want to be on Mahalan. You want to have a pool. You know, like, she thought she was doing the right thing, but in this, like, unrealistic world where money is water and it flows through the streams of L.A. or something, like... Maybe next season. Maybe next season. (laughs) (laughs) And they up your your bank. They'll do something. But, yeah, Vinny comes and takes a look at it and almost gets talked into it, basically. And then, uh, but they they go through that whole struggle and then it seems like it's shut down. I don't think we're going to... Nikki didn't lost her client. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we also have some breaking, uh, I want to say meltdown moments with TJ and, and uh, Natty during oh, this as well. Yeah. Now, we were talking about how this was uncomfortable yeah. in the first place, and it is getting worse. It <laughs> is. Because I am more and more not believing that this is any kind of setup. No. No. You know, I don't, no. I don't think, th- it's just rough because it's so ugly. Yeah. All the things that they say. I forget. We watched two episodes back to back, so I forget where gets said what. But when they got into it at work, it oof. was. I think that, that was rough. That was probably the yeah. worst one. Yeah. And when they get, I can think of when when Trinity was that, which we didn't see much of Trinity these past two episodes. Oh yeah, she talks to TJ a little. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought that was the first time. That was the first time where I thought TJ knows the problem. He knows Natty's problem. And maybe they're going to be okay. But the way Nat- yeah. Natty comes in and explodes, takes his laundry, takes it outside, throws it on the the grass. It's like, at that point, uh, to start with, I was I was thinking that TJ was kind of the problem. That he was dismissive. He didn't want to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to do anything to fix their relationship. But in this episode, I was like, it's Natty. Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. she's the one that is now putting up a huge guard, doesn't want to fix this, going to a divorce lawyer? That just took it to a whole new... I was like, yeah. wait, is divorce in is divorce being talked about? You don't just go to a divorce lawyer to see... To see how you split up the cats was basically what they learned. Yeah, yeah it was really weird. I didn't understand that at all. That was like encouraging not fixing the problem. Right. Yeah. Like... Yes, they've been on a bit of a tiff for the past few weeks, or, you know, I'm not sure how time actually lapses in these episodes, yeah. but mm-hmm. yes, they've been, but it just felt like they went from zero to 60 on that divorce right. topic. And it was really weird, and it made me feel really uncomfortable. And yeah. Trinity, you're right, Trinity talking to TJ felt like he was able to have a conversation about mm-hmm. it, but they are broken right now. Yeah. Like, they can't converse. She showed that by dumping all his stuff in the lawn, like you were saying. And and she, and she just came in and was just like, stop talking about me. Yeah. And right. it was like he, if you had actually come in and heard what he was saying, you might have taken something away from that yeah, conversation. It, yeah. It wasn't that bad what he no. was saying. Just it's actually the first time he sounded reasonable. Yeah. But they just can't communicate like that. It's really yeah. sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've, they've totally broken. So, um... Let's see what else happens here. So TJ, he's basically going to go away. He's sick of the fighting, so yeah. he kind of packs up his stuff and he's out of there. We don't we don't know where he's going. He hasn't he no. didn't really say how long or Well, but then anything. we see him at uh at Raw. Yeah. 
And then, and then this is the part I hate. so shocked that he was there. Yeah. It's like, well, oh. he like, has why are you following me? <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, uh, hi. We uh, I worked here before <laughs> you. I don't know if you remember, but I probably got you this job. Um, he's been at NXT for this whole time, so he's been only in Florida. Okay. And so this, again, the times are weird, so I get mm-hmm. confused. But he does come and have a few matches at Raw, so this must have been the first of those matches. And she just didn't realize it was going on. Because, you know, a lot of those things are decided like two hours from start time of the show so she was definitely caught off guard and then she walks up and he calls her brother which is a term of like affection amongst dude wrestlers like everybody's like brother it's like hulk hogan used to call everyone brother and i think it just kind of stemmed from that also but anyways brother is kind of like an industry term between Bros, but for him to call her brother at that very just moment, puts it, into such yeah. perspective. it was just like a, a They've knife. They've always been like brother and mm-hmm. sister in my eyes. Like yes, unfortunately, siblings. It's, <laughs> it's just weird. Yeah, it was a knife. That 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 was when it's like they're both doing things to hurt each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's they're just going for it. Mm-hmm. They got the claws out. Completely. It's just ugly. So, basically, uh, both these episodes come together, kind of ends on Eva Marie's party. Jonathan upgrades that ring. Oh, wow. For, like, quite an upgrade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I follow her on Instagram, and oh, that uh-huh. picture of the ring, like, she did, like, a video with two smaller pictures in the video of her just going like that, <laughs> <laughs> like, like moving her finger in the ring, and I was like, oh, wow, that <laughs> is... Sparkly. Yeah, it was it was impressive from the the wide shot on the camera. Yeah, I was oh like, yeah. Lord. It's nice. mm-hmm. it had like a gravity pull to it. It was very large. <laughs> yeah. Um Bree apologizes about talking uh, about uh, the dad situation at work and then um confronts mom about the uh, I'm sorry, even Marie confronts her mom about the way that she's been receiving information. Yeah. And I think that this is a pretty mature approach on her side to be, you yeah. know, I, I know you want to keep things from us because you're trying to protect us, but right. I can't handle it like that. And the mom's kind of like, well, then you should call more. Mm-hmm. So they both got a little bit of a reality check right there, and I thought that it was really good and showed good communication between the two of them. And Yeah, I like that. That family really started off, they painted a picture of that family being a mess in the, in the first episode because dad was just going crazy, and then the brothers are just like these little, yeah. you know, bratty twin sister almost kind of vibe before yeah, those two yeah. guys, you know? But... They have really, through the through the timeline of the show, seem to be the most tight knit group of people. You can tell they're a very close family. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, I, I really protective. And the conversation showed that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very endearing. Oh, the conversation with her dad was so funny. Mm-hmm. Like it made me laugh so much because he was super happy. <laughs> he was so happy. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, it was it was very cute, and that's that's basically how it ended. And it looks like, you know, the next the mid season finale is the next episode. Yeah. So we got. Two and two, and then we end on one, and then they come back in January. And uh, we were discussing this earlier, but the uh, quick rumor for this, I guess not a rumor, it seems to be confirmed. News and gossip gossip for the show. (laughs) (laughs) There he is! (laughs) Let's get in. Um, It looks like two new divas will be joining us for January, the mid-season start. I don't know what you call that, premiere? Yeah. Found it. Um, <laughs> there it is. Paige and Alicia Fox. So they both appeared on the show before. Alicia Fox, I think you guys both know. She was on the show several times. Just kind of like always kind of on the side, giving her opinion or hanging out a little bit backstage. So she's made several appearances. And then Paige has only been on the show, I think it was 
once, maybe the first episode of this season, mm-hmm. kind of talking to Rosa, and they were talking about something inappropriate. I don't know, butts or something. I don't remember what it was. Anyway, so I think there could be uh, great additions to it. Paige is, is British and very young. She's like 21, I think, 22 oh, maybe. Oh, I remember her now. Yeah, very pale skin, dark hair. And Alicia Fox is just known to be a uh, firecracker, so she could definitely yeah. be good for the show. And from yeah, the poster, definitely. promotional poster, poster that we saw, poster. Uh, it looks like nobody is going to be leaving. Yeah. I thought maybe these two coming meant somebody was getting to boot. Yeah. But they just keep adding them. They just keep adding them. I really hope there's a party girl. I feel like we need a party girl. Yeah. Maybe that's Paige. Granted, I mean, that if she's may not young. be a good look for the WWE, but <laughs> for reality TV, there's really not a lot of them that, that party hard. Yeah. We'll see what yeah. happens. Uh, it could be very cool. There's already some fans that are upset that Paige is joining because she's kind of the uh, the fans diva. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to see her Shift. get unreal or, yeah. or, you know, have to do total diva type stuff. So we'll see how that goes. But I'm excited. So yeah. where can everybody find you guys? You can find me at Charlotte B underscore TV. And you can find me at Danielle Elise P on Twitter and at Danielle Pacenti on Instagram. Nice. Well, uh, this was a lot of fun. I liked hosting. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Gary will be back next week, I think, yeah. as far yeah. as I know. And then we'll be gone till January. What? Very sad. Is Eva Marie Wedding next? Eva yeah. Marie Wedding. Next you week. can't have a season without a wedding. That's why they're adding more <laughs> girls. They probably have wedding plans. Right. You can find me at The Walking Dale on Instagram and Twitter, and you can follow AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV, and we will see you next time. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.